Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Wow, that, that news uh, stinger cat catches up on me pretty quick there, Gabe. Just going to tell yeah, you a yeah, story. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Gabe, I got a story for him. No, I don't. Lakers have up their offer for New Orleans star Anthony Davis. Gabe, I'll tell you my story after the break. Nice package. Six day, six talked about it. Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, Lance Stevenson, Ray John Rondo. Hey, Michael Beasley, the list goes on and on. And Gabe brought up a good point. <laughs> they need another bench. That's a lot of guys right there. The team's all also offering to take on Solomon Hill to provide New Orleans some cap relief. So that Anthony Davis sweepstakes getting a little bit interesting. We talked about it before, too. Other teams involved. Boston, it's not going to happen. But the L.A. Clippers and Milwaukee Bucks apparently in the mix. But the frontrunner Lakers and the New York Knicks are in the two-hole for Vegas there. So we'll see what happens with that deal. LeVar Ball says he doesn't want his son to go to New Orleans. Well, LeVar, he's playing in the league. And if he gets traded there, I guess he's going to have to go to New Orleans. That's that's life. Six pack in the NBA tonight, Denver and Detroit. Nuggets, uh, two and a half. Jamal Murray downgraded the Delta Bowl. We'll talk to one of our uh, Roto friends about that one. So it could be interesting, Gabe, from a DFS perspective. What do we do with the Nuggets tonight if Murray's out? Washington and Atlanta. Wizards minus seven. Total 234 down to 230 flat. Wall out. Milwaukee at Brooklyn. Bucks seven. Total in that game, 230 and a half. Indiana and New Orleans. Pacers three-point road favorites. 218 the total. AD out, obviously. And Houston at Phoenix. Rockets minus nine over under 227 and a half. Clint Capella out for the Rockets. He's going to be there for a while and San Antonio at Sacramento Spurs two total 229 and a half. Tennessee Volunteers still number one in college hoops. They got 48 of the 64 first player votes. Duke in the two hole with 12. My Virginia Cavaliers three. Come on Virginia. I got futures on you guys. Gonzaga and Kentucky round out the top five. Michigan and MSU out of the top five after a pretty tough week. NCAA hoops late, late night tonight. Game at 7 o'clock. Virginia Tech hosting Louisville there. Hokies minus 5, 134 and a half. Iowa State and Oklahoma. Cyclones, minus 2 and a half, 144. Texas Tech game talks about it. Usually Longhorns. Tonight, Red Raiders, minus 12 against West Virginia, 137. Also, we have the NHL tonight. Anaheim and Toronto Leafs are a huge favorite because Anaheim, quack, quack, quack. Yeah, they're wounded ducks. Minus 270 is a lot, so probably going to put some Leafs in parlays if you like them. We got the LA Kings and the Rangers. Rangers minus 135, total 5.5. Vancouver at Philadelphia, Flyers minus 170, total 6. In the late game there, Dallas hosting Arizona, Stars minus 190, the total 5.5 there. English Premier League action for Julio and all you soccer guys out there. Liverpool and West Ham, 1-1 draw. Great result for West Ham. Liverpool a big, big favorite there. And this one, we talk about the Super Bowl and uh, Todd Gurley, well, you know what? The MRI still came back negative for him, but a very quiet Super Bowl, 35 yards, only 13 yards in the championship game. He had that MRI after week 15. He says it's okay, but maybe it's in his head. Very, very weird stuff with Gurley the last few weeks. And guys, that Super Bowl, lowest rated ever. Lines for next season already out. If you want to jump on some futures, the Kansas City Chiefs are the favorite right now. 6-1. to one. New Orleans, uh, New England, the Super Bowl champions, back to 8-1. to one. So who knows? They could be back. And you know Tom's going to have a chip on his shoulders trying to get number 7. Rams, 8-1. to one. Saints, 8-1. to one. Worst uh, on the board, the Dolphins, they sit at a booming 
300 to 1. Carson went shocked, but admits he needs to be a better teammate, Gabe. The uh, quarterback uh, didn't understand multiple reports from his own players calling him selfish with egotistical behavior. I didn't really see this one coming there. And the quarterback says he was surprised by a lot of the criticism against him, but he says, hey, man, I love everybody and I want to be a better leader on the team. That's interesting stuff now, too. So we'll see what happens there with Carson Wentz. The Raiders currently in talks to play their 2019 NFL games at San Francisco Giants home Oracle Park there. Dolphins hiring a new coach there, Brian Flores. Very nice hire there, the play caller and defensive linebackers coach with the Patriots and the Bengals. They've hired Zach Taylor as their new head coach. So the Marvin Lewis era done. 10th coach in Cincinnati history. He served as the Rams quarterback coach this year. Keep it locked, guys. It's the DFS betting hour with me and Gabe. We're going to break down tonight's DraftKings NBA card, hockey lineups, and a whole lot more picks. So stick around. We got a mystery guest from Daily Roto coming up next with me and Marenzi on Red Heat and Rage GTD. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. All right, let's roll. Let's do this thing. Our mystery guest is one of the best in the business camp, True Dick yes. Meyer. Yeah, Dick Meyer. He probably had a good Super True Bowl. Dick Meyer. Better than yeah, ours. I'm curious to I'm see. Thinking. Well, I'm thinking. I'll tell you what, my, um, I didn't win. You know, normally I win a couple of contests every day, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's nothing but zeros. Yeah, like my golf lineup, uh, that, that didn't happen. No, nope. played a couple NFL lineups uh, yesterday, zero. I got 0. 0.0 back. <laughs> Across the board. It was a weird, weird DFS game. Do we have Drew uh, Yang? Is Drew with us yet? No, but he's not with us yet. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it's a good call, Yang. Good call. Yeah, yeah, Yang. We'll put it on a tee, and then we'll bring in Drew and have a lot of fun. You're right, Marazzi. Nothing worse than seeing those goose eggs there, and that's the that's the thing. Sometimes when you're betting, you're going, oh, you forget about that little prop that you did to get some of the money back. But uh, when the wheels fall off, sometimes they fall off there. And uh, yeah, that game script. If you like the over, definitely with thirteen three, you're not going to be winning a lot of money in DFS. A lot of defensive uh, <laughs> things needed to be there. Pat's defense. Well, you needed Edelman to be your captain. You needed, yeah, Captains. Edelman is your captain. A lot of defense. And, yeah, who else? Brady, I guess, for yardage. You get smoked with Goff. And who did anything? Like, the Rams did nothing. They have nothing. They have nobody. Who's their best catcher? Zerline Cooks. 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 Cooks might have yeah, got Cooks, you. Yeah. There. Cooks was, Cooks was a I had Cooks, too. Yeah. I like Cooks, and I got cold feet about it. I, that's the thing, man. The two weeks leading up to the game, you start out to overthink things. Surprised Chris Hogan was a zero factor yesterday. Yeah. Like, how many catches did he end up with? Like, none? I don't think he had one. I don't think he had one catch. What about James White? Nine total yards? You know how many people smashed yeah. that guy's prop? Like, I mean, smashed it harder than the game? Like, over receptions and everything? Like, that's the thing, man. You said that's, it earlier. That's the frustrating that's the point. thing. The pay- betting on the Patriots? Guys, there's no rhyme or reason or science to it. It's different. You said it. Different every week. It's kind of like the rotisserie, yeah, man. Know. What are we doing? So you're very when you go when you go crazy units with the Patriots, yeah. you're swimming with sharks because you don't know what Bill Belichick. He doesn't care about you, your fantasy team, or your DFS lineup. He cares about winning. And also for betting purposes too, like on the totals, it's tough with the Patriots. Like it's good, like you're saying, Cam, and like I said earlier about how every week they have a different game plan. So. 
Like, look, man, you know, their games could go skyrocket over or they could go way under. You know, it's weird. There could be a million points in a Patriots game or it could be like yesterday. It's tough. Like, I, I had a hard time capping this Super Bowl leading into a camp. I sort of just said, ah, whatever. The Patriots, like, uh, you know, they're in the Super Bowl every year, but they don't win every year. And I, I thought the Rams would play better. But a lot of games, like, I didn't do a good job breaking down this Super Bowl. I'll admit it. Like, before. Like, I did, I did a good job talking props and stuff, but I never really had a handle on it, Cam, about, like, the way the game was going to go. I didn't know. You know what I mean? Like, I really, and that's not a good sign. Like, I was sort of, yeah, it'll be 31-27, but then I sort of thought the NFL, I sort of had deep down inside, I was sort of thinking we were due for kind of a boring game. I was like, you know, it should be 31-27. If everything plays up to the way it could, but... It might be one of these, like, 23-20 type games or something. And it was even worse than that. Not even 23-20. Oh, worse. The worst. It was awful. It was absolutely awful. But, hey, that's what you said. Another two weeks, advantage defense. You come up with better packages to slow down the offense. Less time, better offense. Yeah. Well, now uh, now the NBA will be taking center stage. We'll talk some NBA DFS on the other side with Drew Dinkmeyer. I'm a massive NBA fan, and NBA playoffs are awesome. NHL playoffs are all great. It's a great time of the sports year coming up. Just going to be a little lull for the next couple of weeks. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, let's do this. Let's get right down to business. Talk some DFS, one of the best in the business, best in the world. Uh, Drew Dinkmeyer, DailyRoto.com, steps up and in and joins uh, me, Gabriel Moretzi, Cam Stewart, alongside. What's going on, Drew? How you doing? I'm doing all right, guys. How are you? Uh, not great. Yeah. <laughs> we're both hung over. We both lost money on the Super Bowl. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're getting by, Drew. That makes three of us. Yeah, we keep it up. real here, Drew. Yeah, I was gonna. So I was gonna ask you how was how was your Super Bowl experience? Yeah, I mean, I was at a Super Bowl party, and honestly, I spent more time just talking to people and hanging out than I did watching the game. The game just didn't have my attention for most of the game, and from a DFS perspective, it was you know pretty boring. It wasn't. I it wasn't a game script that I expected in terms of both offenses really struggling to find the end zone. So it you know I I never had much. Uh, much interest in the game. So I was just, you know, kind of hanging out, enjoying the food, enjoying the beverages, enjoying the people, uh, not really enjoying the game. Yeah. So I, I was going to ask you, actually, right before you came on, I said said nothing but uh, nothing but donuts, uh, Drew, for my DFS in the Super Bowl. Like, you know, I was kind of drunk. And, you know, it was one of those deals. I'm like, you know, I keep hitting refresh, and I keep hitting refresh, and then finally the final refresh, my golf, nothing. Football, nothing. So I don't even know, like, who, I don't even, like, I guess you have to have Julian Edelman as your captain yesterday, but, you know, it was a weird, weird DFS game yesterday, man, wasn't it? It's weird. Anytime the games, you know, NFL games these days, um, 
they, they, you expect a lot of points to be had. And so anytime you get one of these games where it's just extremely low scoring, it becomes a, a difficult game from a forecast perspective in DFS. So like yesterday, kind of what you needed was, you know, Edelman and Gronk and Sony Michelle and Brandon Cooks and, you know, Pat, Patriots defense. Like th- those are the types of things you need. It was just a weird combination of things. Uh, to ultimately hit, and I think someone won the the DraftKings contest for a million dollars. I think they went solo, which is just unusual to happen in in these showdown slates. So um, it was yeah, definitely it shows not, how unique not, it was yesterday. Yeah, it, it just doesn't. It it wasn't a uh, outcome that you would have expected, and yeah, that's that's one of the, if you can play these games and GPPs long enough and take advantage of trying to take you know, shots of things that don't likely happen, you can win a lot of money when you're right, but you'll lose pretty consistently because you'll be wrong most of the time. You know, true. and right before we get to the NBA, me and Cameron were talking about this, and I was saying, you know, the reason I think that the Patriots are so great, I think it's Belichick, but it is also that they don't, like, have one style of play. You know what I mean? Like, you know, teams do, like I was saying, the Dallas Cowboys. They're going to do what they do every, every week, and if it's working, it's working. If it doesn't, they're screwed. The Patriots adjust. So, like, they have a different game plan every week, Drew. And I was talking about how it's hard to cap their games because of that. And, you know, with their totals, it's it's difficult. And almost for DFS as well, they mix it up, right? I mean, it's the old provable, ooh, you never know who they're going to give it to with their running backs. Like Cam said, you know, James White had 15 freaking catches in the first playoff game, Drew, and then really was pretty much a non-factor the rest of the playoffs. They didn't really use them. Yeah, they're, they're very they're you know they're very difficult to project from a from the perspective that they are game plan dependent and each week their game plan kind of changes and so you have to do a little bit of guessing in terms of how they'll go about trying to attack their opponents. But yeah, I mean that's the thing that's always been so unique about the Patriots is they've they've won with teams that you thought were great offensive teams and then their defense you know played well at the right time. They've been able to slow down great offensive teams. I mean that was the whole thing through the you know the Colts Patriots. Uh, rivalry during the yep, yep. uh era. So, they, you know, they've done a great job. And obviously when you give them more time to prepare, uh, it, it usually works in their favor. Yeah, it's another good yeah. one. <laughs> weeks, so. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's, let's jump in and talk some NBA. Um, I'm looking at a guy. What's your take uh, here, Drew, on, uh, on Frank Jackson uh, tonight? $3,700 over to DraftKings. Uh, you know, we got Drew Holiday as well there, but uh, any love for Frank Jackson today? He's okay. There's not a lot of salary relief on the slate. So any guy that is below, let's say, 4,000, 4,500, and you feel like you've got a shot at 30 minutes is sort of interesting on the slate because there's just not that many. Uh, the matchup with Indiana is difficult because Indiana is a pretty good defensive team, especially against opposing backcourts. Um, we've got Jackson projecting is like a slightly above average value, but he doesn't tend to make it into a, excuse me, a ton of the optimal lineups. Um, he, he is, he's one of the few guys, there's like a handful of guys that are viable, those salary relief options. And I would say that he's, he's an okay play, but he's not, a, he's not a great play. And he's been kind of inconsistent um, in the absence of all these other guys. Basically what's happened is they've kind of had a hot hand approach with the point guard between him and, and Tim Frazier and, both of those guys can play well and have high feelings, but both of those guys can also have shaky floors because uh, the other guy can earn the minutes if they get going. Hey, Drew, uh, reports indicate that uh, Murray's going to be probably uh, doubtful, listed uh, with the Nuggets tonight. What are we What are we going to do uh, with that situation there? There might be some opportunity for some other guys. It looks like he's not going to play. That's a big loss for Denver. 
Yeah, it's a huge loss. They're, they're already without Gary Harris, and so their backcourt's a little bit thinner. But this is what we've seen them been playing of late, and the, the primary beneficiary has been Monte Morris, who's just played incredible minutes. I think, you know, the last three games he's played 37, 41, 38, something like that. Um, he's priced up. He's up around 6000 now, so there's not a lot of discount there, but he's still a viable play. Um, I think it makes a guy like Will Barton interesting in GPPs, but – you know, he's he's also still priced up, and he hasn't seen those huge minutes of late. Malik Beasley got a big price increase. He's been on fire of late from downtown. Um, I think, especially on DraftKings, the price tags just aren't that compelling on the Nuggets. And the thing that we want to wait for now is we're waiting on Paul Millsap, who's questionable as well. If Millsap's out, that might open up some more values in the front court. But in general, that Nuggets-Detroit game is one of the games that should be the slower-paced, more defensive-oriented game on the slate. And so many of the Nuggets guys have already seen their prices rise. So we don't see a ton of value from that game in particular. Drew Dinkmeyer uh, with us. Uh, Drew, looking at the optimizer, um, looks like the uh, the Washington Wizard uh, players are, are highlighted uh, here uh, this evening against the Atlanta Hawks. Talk to me about, uh, about the Wizards. And uh, are you on board with this uh, Wizard uh, stock tonight? Yeah, we love the Wizards, and it, you know, it makes all the sense in the world. This is a team that has an implied total of close to 120 points tonight. That's just not usually the case to them. They don't score that many points. They're playing at home against an Atlanta team that plays fast and struggles defensively, and also an Atlanta team that allows you know one and a half plus more steals per game than all their other uh, all the other uh, teams in the league. So they allow a lot of uh, a, a lot of statistics that, that translate over directly to fantasy production. Most of the Washington guys are priced in like the mid fives on DraftKings. So you don't have huge price tags on anyone. Bradley Beal's the most expensive guy and he's at 9,100. So we, it, it looks like a night where you probably want at least, you know, at least one wizard, maybe two wizards in a lot of your lineups. And then if you're, if you're going with like three or four wizards, which I think is plausible, you would want to consider bringing it back with one of the Atlanta guys, which is a little bit trickier because, you know, Trey Young's been playing exceptionally well, but his price tag has kind of risen alongside it. John Collins' price tag on DraftKings has, has risen up as well. We like those guys uh, quite a bit in, in Wizards, Hawks, game stacks. But it gets a little bit trickier because the Hawks aren't as thin as they were a few weeks ago, which was allowing for more value throughout. Now it's basically concentrated in the production between Trey Young and John Collins. Uh, looking at if um, looking at some of the big names here tonight, they, so uh, Harden's very expensive, uh, but he's just, you know, he's a fantasy freaking, like, ATM machine. Yeah, he's a guy. Um, so it's Houston, and it's a nice matchup against Phoenix. Uh, you got uh, Greek Freak actually here in, in Brooklyn. Uh, should be an interesting uh, basketball game. You got Nikolai Jokic. Uh, you know, out of these big ones, uh, Drew, if you're you know if you're going to play a star player here tonight, which one do you like the best? I think it's actually a slate that because there's not a lot of value that you really do want to focus a little bit more on kind of the the upper mid tier guys. So if I was going to pay for anyone, it would be Giannis of those of the three like really expensive guys. But I think in general, most of my builds would focus on you know more like Bradley Beal, more Drew Holiday, more Lamarcus Aldridge, yeah. these guys who are like eight eight thousand to ninety five hundred, and you can get a few of those guys in. Because um, there's just not a lot of cheap salary relief plays that I feel really, really good about and really strongly about. So I think, you know, all those guys are, are, are good plays and positive values in our model in terms of Giannis, Harden, and, and Jokic. They're just tough to build really good lineups around, especially on a slate that only has six games. Drew Dinkmeyer. I hear the music play, Drew, so yes. I guess uh, the, the, we're, <laughs> you're done. Ruby Tuesday on a Monday. You, you can... Yeah, come on, Yang. It's, Yang it's what Monday. are you doing to us? I can, I can live with this. Monday. Monday. Yeah. 
<laughs> we still love right, you, Drew Dickmart, DailyRoto.com. Thanks, uh, Drew. Take care, Drew. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. All right, Yang, uh, doing a great job today. Thanks, Yang. Game time decisions. Lineup lock live. Red Heat Rage Radio. I have Gabriel Moranzi, Cam Stewart. Throwing it down, Cam. Great job with the updates today as well. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, getting it done. Yeah, no, great. Solid, solid updates, man. You don't stop, man. It's like four, I, five uh, no. Bang, bang, <laughs> bang, bang. At the end, I'm like, <clears throat> now I got I got a plan. I got liquids on, on the table, Marenzi. Like, you said, because I know your voice is when you're doing those metal songs. Now I understand. Like, when you're talking, it just, uh, there's always something there, you know? But uh, we grind, <laughs> buddy. We grind. All right. Yeah. So, um, let's take a look at some of the games here tonight, Cam. And sure. Get, well, let me just, I'll throw my lineup out here. So I'm going to go with this Jackson kid. I'm going to take a shot here with Frank Jackson of the Pelicans. He's very cheap. Like Drew said, there's not a lot of great, like, really cheap guys. Uh, there's a few, but he's been playing about 30 minutes. And, you know, $3,700, we're not asking for that much. You look at his production, actually, it's been pretty good. It's not a great matchup, though, tonight against against um, the Pacers, but he plays a hell of a lot of minutes. In the last game, he played 42 minutes. He got 31 uh, fantasy points, so... You know, for thirty-seven hundred bucks, I'm sort of hoping that we get about twenty-five uh, points, but we're going to get at least our value back here. Yeah, we'll say that we're going to get at least our value back. I'm stocking the uh, the Washington Wizards. I don't know if it's good enough for uh, for Drew Dickmeyer, it's good enough for me. Saturday, take. I'm gonna... No, I don't have them. I got Bradley Beal. So my my lineup is uh, Frank Jackson, Bradley Beal, Trevor Ariza, Otto Porter Jr. So that's three in a row. Beal, Ariza, Otto Porter Jr. Uh, I'm going with the hometown uh, kid here, the center tonight, Jared Allen of the uh, the Brooklyn Nets. I'm going to sprinkle Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks in here. Marco Bellinelli is cheap at 3900 And then uh, utility, Drew Holiday. Uh, once again, not the best matchup um, with, with the pace with the, the Pacers, pardon the, the pun. Uh, I should say the tempo then with the Pacers, but... Yeah. Um, they don't really have a lot of players. I mean, Anthony Davis is playing. A lot of guys are hurt. Like, Holiday's the guy now, right? And he's he's pretty good, dude. He's a solid player. So, I'm going to go with Holiday. So, I got 300s change. So, I got Frank Jackson, Bradley Beal, Trevor Ariza, Otto Porter Jr., Jared uh, Allen, Trey Young, Marco Bellinelli, 
and uh, Drew Holiday. I so like that got, fourth tonight, Cam. You got talking, hockey or uh, yeah, basketball? I, I just put a ho- I just put a hockey lineup uh, together, and uh, I actually really like it too. I, I put some like really interesting things here. Uh, I think Vancouver and Philadelphia. We might get some goals in that game. The, both of these teams have been playing well in Toronto. Um, I like a kind of like Maple Leafs uh, three patty stack against uh, Anaheim. It was absolutely horrible. Gabe, I decided to save some money at the center position with Nazem Kadri. I find the Leafs third line a lot of the time against these bad teams. They're the ones that do the damage. I know obviously Matthews and all these other guys, you know, Tavares, they're a hell of a lot more expensive, but I'm going with Kadri. I think it's going to be his night tonight. Now with the Flyers suddenly playing well, Claude Giroux, he's been an absolute animal. His last game, he had three points, five shots on goal. Game before that, he he had a goal, three shots on goal. He's got 14 DK points in his last two games. That's brilliant for hockey. He's really starting to heat up at 56 points, too. Claude Giroux and the Flyers, since they've got good goaltending from Carter Hart, they're really it's really sparking their offense because they used to lose games 6-5 to five and stuff like that. It really pissed them off. But now they're getting defense, and they're still scoring goals. Mitch Marner, he's going to be my guy tonight for the Toronto Maple Leafs. He's got three points in his last four games. I think Toronto uh, should be able to handle the Ducks quite well. I'm a big Marner guy. I think he shows up tonight. Ilya Kovalchuk, a blast from the past game from the KHL to the Los Angeles Kings. Kings and Rangers, interesting game. I don't really know what to make of it. I like the other games from a goals perspective more. But Kovalchuk, I really like what he has done recently. He's starting to be like the old Ilya Kovalchuk with the Thrashers shooting. Eight damn shots his last game against the Islanders. The guy's a beast, and that was only in 14 minutes of hockey. So, you know, he's getting a little bit more time. He's playing a little bit better. Still, I know they have issues with him being a two-way player, but he's starting to play a little bit more, and he's definitely shooting the puck, and that's good news on DraftKings. Leafs, William Nylander, he might be overrated, guys, but on DraftKings, he's underrated for a price. 4100 bucks. Uh, a guy I think could really step up tonight. He's shooting the puck a little bit more. He's a little bit snake-bitten, but tonight against Anaheim, everybody's going to look good. So, Nylander, we're going to put him in the lineup. This defenseman, I used to get him for $3,000, Marenzi. Travis Sandheim, I've been watching him play a lot with Philadelphia. The kid's sick. He's got three points in his last two games, eight shots on goal, six and eight and a half points for a defenseman. Now he's 4900 bucks. I used to get this guy in the bargain bin, but now since Philadelphia has been playing better, the young kid's getting confidence, so he's there on the blue line. Travis Dermott of the Leafs, he's a fixture for me. If you guys like value defensemen, he's your guy. 3700 bucks. He had a couple points the last game, too. Point against Arizona. He'll do everything. He'll shoot. I love the fact that all the other Leafs, some of them are so much more expensive, but Travis Dermott continues to be a very good price to fill in your lineup if you need cheap defensemen. We're taking a shot here on my underdog special of the night. We're going with the Vancouver Canucks and uh, Jacob Markstrom. Um, Markham, Markstrom, one goal against in his last game against Colorado. Vancouver screwed those guys up on the road. Only two against Detroit and Edmonton. He had one bad game against Carolina. Guy's not perfect. 9-10 save percentage, 279. Sign me up. This is, we're taking a shot tonight. We're going with the win for Vancouver and Bo Horvat is my guy. Bo Horvat is my guy to get points. This guy is a points machine for the Vancouver Canucks. Think about Vancouver is, now with the break and well-rested, they got some really good young players on their team, and I find them in an underdog role to be a very dangerous team. They're going to be on my card tonight at probably plus 145-150. So, Kadri, Giroux, Marner, Kovalchuk, William Nylander, Sanheim, Dermot, Markstrom, Horvat. 300-year change, Marenzi. I wish I had that to, uh, after the Super Bowl, but, uh, yeah, That's there's your I change. 300 change. <laughs> yeah, 300 change tonight. 600 total. We should hit, go hit FanDuel with 600 in our pocket. Yeah, you're saying uh, I got to get back out there. At least I got some tickets to cash. Good point. Yeah, excellent, excellent. 
I like not as many as I would like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I didn't spend too much there. I took home runs. Josh Reynolds, MVP, Higby, all that crap. Every, every, every oh, ticket yeah, I yeah, bought. Oh, yeah. yeah. They were, like, basically lottery tickets. Rip them up. <laughs> um, no, I that got a little, few. I got a few. I got to get back out there. Littleton would have been nice. He played his ass off, too. When it was, like, a close game, I was actually thinking I, I got get, 500, like, I got 500 in winners. No, oh, that's okay. So like nine, nine forty, whatever it pays yeah, back. That's you know good. I mean? So I got five hundred winners, and I got a push, one hundred dollar ticket push. So nice ammunition. Oh, you know, I got about eleven hundred bucks there. It wasn't that bad. I I think I dropped seventeen or sixteen that night. Not even thirteen fifty. Like, wasn't really yeah. the cartage for me. You know, because uh, you know, I guess it paid off, Cam. Actually, that I never cashed those UFC tickets, right? It helped. Smart, smart. I know. I told. I actually told you it'd be a blessing in disguise later because you don't know about the game, right? And that's what we did. Like, let's call it out for what it is. You know, we were having a good time. We overextended ourselves, especially me. And you know, we you, you go into these games going, "Hey, it's going to be a Super Bowl," but it's like any other game. It wasn't super. It was just a damn game. And I'm going to remember that next time, unless like you know. And I just got fired up traveling. We went to the book. Things are happening. You know, sometimes you. Just gotta keep it in your pants, like relax. Yeah, it's just the one adrenaline, game. exactly. A couple of drinks, exactly. You know, I've been there. I mean, gotta have fun in life a little bit. Hey, you yeah. took a shot, you lost. It is what it is, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah, there'll be there'll be there'll be many more the shots. There'll be many many more shots yeah. taken. I can tell there'll you be that. wins and losses down the road. So the next big bets, though, sort of just systematically, you know, chip away. Look, I've done it too, man. Like. Um, you know, going real hard on the Raptors in the playoffs and stuff like that. Never like, works I've out done, well. Like, I've done it in the NBA. I remember, like, just needing games where I'm like, I'm in a lot of trouble if this game doesn't win. And, you know, needing the Oklahoma City Thunder to score eight points in the last ten seconds to get a total and stuff. <laughs> you know, like, these playoff games, I got 1700 bucks on it already. And, you know, money management is so critical, guys. That's what we talk about all the time, right? Money management is just so critical. Like whether you bet a dollar a game or you know twenty thousand a game, you need to stick to the plan. Like that's that's what I found frustrating. Like my frustration, Cam, was actually when New England beat Kansas City. Like that's the one that depressed me more than this one, even. You know what I mean? Like I lost more money on that game actually. And I was sort of like you. Like, I was convinced. I was like, the Chiefs are going to beat these guys. Like, they're going to beat them easily. There, I'm going to win. And what was just annoying is all week, dude, like, I battled back. I had, a, I had an online account, dude. You saw it. You were the inputter. It got as low as $25. And, you know, I got it up to 570 And then, you know, every time, Cam, that I got it up, boom, I lost. You know what I mean? So it's, it was yep. frustrating for me. Like I built up like a bunch of accounts. I went to the, the I went to the FanDuel sports book. I loaded up on that Chief game. Thank God it went over, like because of the overtime. That's what saved my ass. But it it was disappointing after, you know. And I was just thinking, man, you're an idiot. Like why would you put? So I sort of did like what you know we were talking about. I bet probably about four times more than I usually do on that game, right? You almost just have to stick to the same amount of units all the time, Ken. Yep, you do. Because, look, do. you win more than you lose, right? Of course I do. Yeah, You'll I pick do. more winners. 
And hockey is perfect that day. But, but I had them all the tied in with the Rams. Like idiot, like like a yeah. smart person there. Like, see, this is the thing. If it wasn't the Super Bowl, so Montreal Canadiens win, Boston win. So we go perfect in the hockey games. What did I tell you? All the parlays are attached. What does a smart person do? Look at what you paid for the parlays, and then you go New England money line on it. You know what I mean? Like try to try to try to work out the math. Win a couple hundred here, whatever. Like it was just one of those things. I was just so in on the Rams that I was almost delusional in my uh, decision making. You know what I mean? I didn't really think so. Yeah, Step back yeah and I've been there. I've been there. Yeah, yeah we've me, all been I, there. I know. <laughs> it's, if you're going to gamble, you're going to be there one time. The, the lesson is, though, you can't keep on doing it. Like we've had, we've both done it multiple times. There has to be a point. Like I told Billy, I told you a story. Billy the doorman. He told me he used to be a great sports gambler, and he used to get pummeled at the track, like pummeled at the track, and lost a lot of money. And whenever one day he's just like, you know what? I'm only going to do this like once in a while with one buddy, his buddy Dave, because they get along because he's not crazy like the other guys. And now he's been at just a sports gambler game and strictly the NBA makes units, makes units, makes units, grinds. Like, that's the thing. you got to get into good patterns, right? Not just go nuts. Well said, Cam Stewart. Thanks. All right, we're going to get you some plays. We're going to get you some plays. Play moderately, have fun, but uh, we're going to line you up right now. We've got a bunch of NBA picks that we're going to put into, guys, so... We'll share them with you on the other side. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Looks great. Right. His head on it. Okay, athletic. Look yeah, at you, bad. Cam. You're in the infield there. Oh, I know. I'm just yeah, kind of great stuff, Jesse. Th- thank you. <laughs> That's what I say. I go in. Yeah. Ruby Tuesday on Monday. Coach Morenzi. All right, Yang. Good showing, but give me the ball. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. No, I'm not taking the ball. I'm not taking the ball. Um, <laughs> I know it's the best. <laughs> uh, Wiley Coyote said, Bellic check out coaches, people. Almost like he had the Rams playbook yesterday again. <laughs> yeah, very similar. Yes. Excellent yeah, well, point, I mean, he's texting. Coyote. Yeah, he was texting. <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Craig Martin. What's up, Craig Martin? Craig Martin's asking any news on Adnan's uh, firing. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, actually. good point, Craig. Uh, Gabe and I, that, that story we'll broke while we were doing it. Like, yeah, we'll look into it, but it's it's just weird. Like, so it says leaking information. So what? A media guy, they leaked um, what? Another news station picked up a media leak? Like, I have no idea. I've worked with Adnan before. He's an extremely smart guy, like a photographic memory. I totally went to the Masters with him, Gabe. Like, this story just seems weird. And I know he's a good, like, he's clean living, too. Like, I, I have no idea what the hell happened here. It just seems very odd. Yeah, that's the thing that, I don't know, if it's if he's falsely, if if it's, if he's falsely, you know, if this has happened falsely, he's going he's gonna to sue them probably, right? Yeah, I would think so. Because I'm sure he's making some pretty good money. I don't know how his contract worked out. But the thing is, 
it wouldn't help him suing ESPN, getting hired other places, as you know, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah what's the deal? So, New York Post broke the fire. Okay, Fike was reportedly boot. He leaked company info to the media. Really investigated the source of those leaked secrets. He didn't fully cooperate, which is essentially a con to tell ESPN. Suspicions raid after Arsenal announcing are about the future of baseball tonight, Virk's main role, as well as the state of ESPN daily baseball program. All right. Yeah. ESPN had a conference call about Sunday Night Baseball, said the network believes uh, Virk tipped off to an awful, awful announcing sources to the premeditated nature. When a conference took place, Virk was not uh, on the whole time. Specific information about the future. All right. Uh doesn't like so i don't it's, it's so basically egregious or anything so what so he said basically leaked i'm not going to be doing baseball tonight on tv like they were because they were going to change the format and he leaked so it yeah so espn saw that website yes. awful announcing who's actually a bunch of canadian dudes too yeah so i and like it's they 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 saw the paper trail so i guess their espn says adnan was in a meeting about Sunday night baseball and about ESPN and how they're they're programming baseball this year. And basically what was in that meeting ended up on awful announcing. And then I guess a couple of days later, a similar situation. They say Adnan specifically called one of the program directors, senior coordinating producer, asked them about the specific direction of baseball at ESPN in regards to the scheduling. The next day, everything that was said appeared in awful announcing again. Like, why would Adnan, like, why would he lose his job at ESPN over awful announcing? Exactly. So he's telling them he... it was already something that was inevitably happening, right? Because they were switching the programming. So he basically, so he, he went to a source. They don't like the source that he went to. That's I don't know. It seems strange that they about. would just tell him. Yeah, the same strange that they wouldn't tell them that. Just don't talk to hey, these guys or whatever. Stop talking to the media and leaking yeah. stuff like this, right? Like it's not. Yeah. I don't know. It seems to me like it's not a fireball. I agree. Like, it's just so stupid. Like, and another thing is too, like he didn't. And I'm not saying it's because we know him. I'm just being neutral here. But I'm saying he didn't leak anything. He didn't say, "Oh yeah, this guy's a cokehead," or. Yeah, yeah, this guy's, you know, this guy's doing hookers behind the scenes. Like, No, he didn't say nothing about he, the personality. Yeah, exactly. He, he basically said, no, I'm not going to be on the Sunday Night Baseball crew yeah. this year. And I don't know, but I guess ESPN just don't trust him right now, right? I mean, we'll, I'll dig in more. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of this more. We'll see. But, I mean, this pretty much is the gist of it. It just seems like a strange thing to leak and. Kind of a harmless thing, too, though, Cam, right? Excellent point. That's what I said. Like, when we read the story, we were sitting there going, Oh, and here and it is. We're Richard waiting Dick, for more. Yeah, Richard Dice, sorry. We're waiting for Adnan Verk is currently, currently pursuing uh, uh, an attorney regarding what is remaining on it. He wants his money. Well, good luck. It's strange. Yeah, it is. I, I know the man personally. Like, you know, we've worked with him, Gabe. I've done uh, that road trip to Augusta with him. Very nice guy. Clean living, waking up in the morning, hitting the hitting the gym opposite to me. I'm out there, you know, throwing back beers with my uh, with our camera guy, our, our caddy. Uh, yeah, no, but Adnan's 
very good at what he does, too, man. Photographic memory, very, yeah, very intelligent good. guy. Very intelligent. I told you, he memorized that golf media guy. He didn't even know anything about golf. By the time we left Augusta, he knew, like, more than the average guy. He's a very, very sharp guy. I don't think he – that's another thing that shocks me. He's not stupid, so he wouldn't do anything stupid either. It just – it feels very weird to me. And I'm with you. Like, I don't know the whole story, but it seems like he didn't deserve this. Like, that seems like they went a little bit like, whoa, whoa. Like, put the brakes on. You don't even give a guy a warning or – Anything like that? Like, what's he doing? Like, he didn't do anything. Yeah, like, you're not leaking, company I guess you could say, stock it was secrets. I guess you could like, say it was company secrets, but not really. I no, mean, no, they're going to, it's an epic. People are going to find out about Sunday night baseball, whatever. Exactly. It's not, like, it's not, it's just, it's not the biggest thing. Like, I don't know. It's, there's got to be more to it, Cam. Yeah, there is. There's another story. This almost seems like, uh, like, the they must think not that strong he's a constant enough. leaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in the politics game, Donald Trump, like, leaker, like, super leaker. You're right. This is maybe just, like, the fountain's always, there's always a drip. Like, this is a constant Yeah, leak. there's no way, dude. Yeah, the guy's on thing, all the time there. I know. He does he's the, on all the time. College with Jesse Palmer and Joey Galloway, baseball tonight. Like, I got the thing. He's on there's all the no time. There's no way, like I, I said. Off, I am because he spoke to Awful announcing and told him, "Yeah, yeah, ESPN's going to do this with baseball." That's not fire. Whatever, right. baseball season starts in a month and a half, like two months. You know what yeah. I mean? Like saying it's going to get out. Like I, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Like I said, he didn't. I don't know, like there has to be other things where they think you know what yeah. this guy really has been leaking for years. Other stuff, right? There has to be other stuff. It can't just be this. Yeah, and I, now, I right away, it's going to be hard to find this out because. If Adnan sues them, yeah, legalese, he's not like ESPN. Yeah, like that's the whole thing. Like ESPN, like basically Adnan. From what I see here, Adnan basically like legally wants a reason why he was fired. Like, what did he leak? What did he right? So now ESPN is gonna, they're gonna lawyer up now, and they're gonna not talk about this publicly. So it's gonna be hard to really get to the bottom of it. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I just see here, though, an awful announcement. They're saying, or Richard Dyke is saying, like, ESPN owe Adnan money. So I guess they didn't pay him. They probably said, you're done, but they didn't give him any money on the way out because they're accusing him of leaking. But, you know, it could get could get ugly now. <laughs> like, it's very strange, isn't it? Like you said, it's the last guy you'd ever expect to be in controversy, isn't it, Ken? Gabe, I've worked with a lot of people, and... That's exactly the way I put the nail in. Guys, just for what you know about him, like, very, very, like, Adnan is to the book. He's a big, big reader, like, movie buff guy. Like, you know what I mean? He doesn't seem like the type. Uh, I, the only time I've ever seen him go wild was when that Boston Red Sox fan uh, in Georgia came said, I'm going to kill that guy if he don't shut up. Like, you know what I mean? Because he was like, <laughs> he had his Yankee stuff on, going, man, 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 in the bar at the Masters. I'm like, Adnan, this is not the time or the place. Uh, it was pretty funny because he doesn't drink really. So he had a couple beers and he got got, got loose. Uh, no, he's, he, we've worked with him, Gabe, straight edged as, as it gets. And uh, if they owe him money, they owe him money. That's another thing. Why? There's obviously a lot of money there. Yeah, I don't see that either. Like, leaking what? Baseball, you said it. Pitchers and catchers report in a month. But so if he told somebody, "I will not be doing baseball tonight," or it is not on this platform anymore, it's not. How is that leaking information? It's about it's what's going to happen anyway. It's inevitable. Yeah, like I, I could get that it pissed them off. Yeah, but it's not. You know, like, if ESPN has a meeting, they have a meeting, and then they're like, "How the hell is this on awful announcing yeah. the next day?" I could get it, but it seems over the top. That's what I'm saying. Like, I could see them yeah. saying, all right, how is this happening? All right, oh, look, it's Adnan. They figured out it was Adnan Verk that they just didn't pull Adnan in. They say, listen, 
you know, I don't know what the hell you're doing. I don't know if your buddies with the website or you're trying to whatever, but don't do that ever again. Right? Like, you know, say we're going to get really pissed off in one of our meetings is on awful announcing. But it's like I said, like he's not leaking company secrets or information. You know, I mean, I guess you could say it was a secret, but you know what I mean? Like he didn't say, oh, yeah, yeah, the owner is. Yeah, uh, yeah he's doing hookers. Yeah, the owner yeah. got a, yeah, or there's big scandal here coming. Like, yeah. Or there's this. Let me or tell that. you a like, story about Susie Colbert. Like he didn't do anything like that. Yeah, yeah exactly. He kept it, he kept it like to he his own business. Ex- that's what yeah, I'm saying. He didn't say, oh, or he didn't even say, oh, Jason Witten's an idiot, does terrible yeah. job. You know what I mean? Like he didn't say anything. Like this is pretty standard stuff, Cam. That people leak stuff to the media, right? Like that's yeah, that's how do. the media works, Cam. That's how the media works. So, like, exactly. like how ESPN leaks stuff to the media. So, like, I don't, like, I don't really see, I don't know. It just, there has to be more to it, Cam. Like, there has to be more that he's been doing this, like, a lot. You know what I mean? Or there's, there had to be something where they probably, they were really pissed about another leak probably before, and they didn't know who it was. And now they're like, oh, God, it was him. You know what I mean? They figured it out. And that's why they're like, you're gone. Because, look, he's a pretty good broadcaster. and Well, very good. Great broadcaster. But I'm saying he's pretty big on their chain. Like, like he's on all the time, Cam. Even though it's ESPN, they don't have a ton of personalities. You know what I mean? It's true. He does on a lot, Cam. You see it. Yeah, like he's like college college football, football, baseball, everything. Fill in. Baseball. Uh, Um, like NFL shows in the studio, like basically exactly whenever one of the ESPN radio TV guys are out. Adnan Verk, you know what I mean? Like radio shows, like he's on all the time, like on the air all the time. So I can't believe they'd want to just get rid of him because it's a problem for them. They they just lost like a guy that eats up like a lot of airtime for them, right? So they had had to have been something else. It couldn't have just been awful announcing in Sunday Night Baseball. Yeah. We're not going to find out, though. As you said, now that the lawyers are involved there, that's uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. tight lip time. Because Ad, Adna can't say anything. No, he can't say anything. He he's going to sue, and ESPN's not going to say gonna anything. Say. The, the ESPN's no, already saying no comment. Mm-hmm. All right. So, all right. So, um, NBA basketball tonight. I'm taking the uh, the Brooklyn Nets. It's seven and a half for the buy it up to eight points. Uh, Brooklyn Nets uh, against uh, Milwaukee Bucks. It's in Brooklyn. Brooklyn lost on Friday at, uh, or Saturday on Orlando, uh, but they're not going to win every night, right? It, it's it's caught up to them a little bit. The injuries are starting to catch up to the Nets right now, guys. We can't deny it. Dinwiddie's out now. Joe Harris is out. The injuries are no Dinwiddie's starting to hurt them a bit. And another thing, they weren't going to play at that clip for the rest of the year, right? I mean, if the Nets did, if the Nets continued on a clip, they would have been like the best team ever in the history of the NBA. <laughs> you know. Going twenty and six, Cam. Right, you're not going to go forty and twelve on a forty and twelve run, but they're a scrappy team. Even with the injuries, they play with a lot of heart. You know, eight, Milwaukee are real dangerous, man. I, I get it, but give me the. You know, Brooklyn will probably lose the game, but they'll cover. They'll backdoor it. So give me the Brooklyn Nets plus the eight points. Give me Brooklyn and uh, and Milwaukee over uh, over two hundred and twenty nine points. Uh, we got uh, the Washington Wizards tonight. Normally, I don't like points, Cam. Like six and a half, seven points, but I think the Wizards will beat the Hawks tonight. The Wizards are the Wizards actually are pretty good at home, and they just bomb away. They take a million threes, and 
if the three balls fall, like, look, Dinkmeyer likes them as a stack. Atlanta don't play defense, you know, 130 to 117 type game or something. You know, I think it'll, I think the Wizards, you know, the, the other day the Wizards beat the crap out of the Pacers at home. They're not bad at home. So, uh, yeah, give, give me the Wizards at home. Give me the Hawks and Wizards over the 230 points. And the San Antonio Spurs on the road tonight at Sacramento, which should be a good game. But um, San Antonio, a little bit of a roll right now again. They're, they've won five games in a row. This is the beginning of their rodeo trip. Remember, every year the rodeo takes yep. over their arena. So eight games, eight game road trip starts tonight. But you know it's in Sacramento and California. Um, I'm going to take the Spurs to win this game tonight. So give me the Brooklyn Nets plus eight, Milwaukee Brooklyn over two twenty nine, Washington Wizards minus the six and a half. I actually would buy a half point down to six, but I'm, a, I'm an idiot, and I just clicked it at six and a half. Uh, Hawks and Wizards over 230. And uh, San Antonio Spurs minus 125. Those are my plays, Ken. Well, I got a couple plays for on the ice tonight, Marenzi. I think there's two dangerous dogs, and one of them is going to win. I think Vancouver, I know the Philadelphia Flyers are hot people, but you're getting a Vancouver Canucks team that can beat them. And you never know what's happened with Flyers goaltender. Hey, Carter Hart's been good, but any night the wheels could fall off. You're giving me Vancouver at plus 145. They're a very good dog this year. Sure, Philadelphia, they're a good team, but they should not be in that price range. We're looking for value. Give me Vancouver. I like Yang's New York Rangers tonight against the Kings at home. I think 30 cents is a fair price for them to get it done. Maybe a 4-2 to victory for the Rangers. Uh, kind of, I was gonna, gonna gonna take that game over, but I don't really like the total. I just like them to win the game. Leafs, you're not laying 260 in this game, so we're gonna split the units up. Leafs minus a half puck, 60 minute regulation. Leafs minus one and a half to no juice. I think they beat Anaheim tonight, six to three, six to two. They kill them. Also lean to the over six. Arizona, another very dangerous dog on the ice at plus 160. And an NCAA basketball game, uh, I don't want to go against my man Julio, but I think I'll take Penn State plus three and a half against Northwestern. I also like them to win outright plus 140 for the Nittany Lions on the road. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from the college tonight. I don't trust Northwestern either. I'm looking at the college board tonight, and it's, nothing really jumps off the page. We talk about not forcing bets, right? Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Yeah, I, I just I, went small, too. Recreational. I'm an NBA fan, so I just want to bet, you know. Uh, I bet uh, a little for fun. There's a movement a little bit right now on Sacramento. Uh, San Antonio, we're minus 125, down to 120 right now. But, yeah, looking at the college basketball, so, like, Louisville and Virginia Tech, Vought Tech up to five right now. Uh, Virginia Tech are pretty good at home, right? I don't really trust it, though, laying five. I would take Louisville or pass. I kind of lean Louisville. Penn State, I'm leaning with you, too. I don't trust Northwestern there. I don't like it, though. Iowa State, Oklahoma, tough game. Oklahoma's a home dog. Uh, I think Oklahoma might be live, and I, I'm, a, I'm a Cyclone guy. Very tough game. So let's yeah, not force the issue. Don't force it. All right, I guess we're done here. Yep. Great job, Yang. Uh, we got uh, Making It Rain will be coming on uh, a little bit uh, uh, later on in the morning. Keith Izeri throwing it down tonight. Keep it locked in here on the Fantasy Sports Network.